Welcome to another exciting podcast episode worldwide of the decline and fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the new Holly Springs studios and the great misty beyond. Today we have a fascinating subject for discussion. We're going to be talking about public school education. We're going to be talking about the educational system. We're going to be talking about funding levels for the educational system. And can it make a difference if you have a really well-funded school district versus a not-so-well-funded school district? Can it make a difference in terms of academic performance? Well, let's examine this carefully because we have a good example at hand. So what, what happened? Well, you've heard of LeBron James, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. He's made probably hundreds of millions of dollars playing basketball. He's played for teams, as I recall, one Ohio team and also I think the Los Angeles Lakers. Simply a great basketball player. He's made a fortune. He wanted to give something back. So he went back, I believe, to Ohio. We'll find out. And he decided to help overfund a school there to see if it would make a difference in academic performance. Because you hear a lot of people saying, oh, if only we spent more money on the schools, we would get better results, particularly in disadvantaged neighborhoods. Even though time and time again, when we do spend more money on disadvantaged neighborhoods, even in the areas of public schools, the results don't change. But he decided he wanted to test the waters for himself. God love him for giving it a try, put his own money where his mouth is, and let's watch what happened. What were the results? So this article appeared in the Daily Mail newspaper. It's an excellent newspaper out of the United Kingdom, out of Great Britain. And it typically focuses on research and statistics and data. And they took a look at this example. And the headlines in this article, we'll talk about it. I'll read parts of the article. But the, uh, the headline was, quote, LeBron James backed the I Promise School, but it delivered discouraging results. No eighth grade student passed the state math test in three years. Let me read that headline for this article again, and then we'll read parts of the article, and then we'll discuss it. Quote, LeBron James backed the I Promise School, which delivered discouraging results. No eighth grade student passed the state math tests in three years. Well, let's take a look at what happened and how this experiment failed. Quote, the I Promise School, partly funded by LeBron James and his foundation, has now come under scrutiny from the state following revealing applications of the alarming test scores. The Akron, Ohio Public School operates in conjunction with the LeBron James Family Foundation, and it has not had a single student in its eighth grade cohort pass the state math test since the third grade per the Akron Beacon Journal. That's the newspaper in the area. Quote, James' altruistic venture saw him help the school open in 2018 to serve the students who were already falling behind and in danger of falling through the cracks, according to its website. Quote, there was data which revealed uh, to students that the students from the school had improved year on year. Some, in fact, had... Let me read this again. Quote, while there is data which revealed that students from the school had improved year on year, some had, in fact, gone backwards since attending the I Promise school. According to the journal, that's that newspaper... It's black students and those with disabilities are testing in the bottom 
5% in Ohio. So let's take a look and see exactly how this happened. Quote, for me as a board member, I just think about all the resources that we provided, Hall said via the journal. Quote, I'm just disappointed and I, I don't think it appears like we're, we're seeing the kind of change that we would expected to see. Keith Clifford, the director of the school improvement for the school district, echoed the sentiment in the same report. Quote, why it's discouraging, he said, of the eighth graders' results. According to the journal, Mr. Clifford displayed data which showed both progression and regression at the Akron Public School. Quote, students proficient in reading had more than doubled from 6% to 13%. What that means is 13% of the kids can read. Quote, with regard to those moving from 4th to 5th grade, according to the journal report, and although those in the 2022 6th grade class had only a 2% reading proficiency compared to a 7% rate during their 5th grade education, meaning that only 2% can read. Quote, the school receives funding from the state and funding from the local government, and funding from the federal government in a way that's not dissimilar from other public state schools. Per a 2018 Cleveland Plain Dealer report, why the school costs the taxpayers approximately $8 million per year. Then the James Family Foundation reportedly donated $1.4 million additional money for tutors and teachers, released a statement on the matter on Monday, quote, when we started this work to wrap around students through the education, we entered this partnership with the Akron Public Schools for the long haul, it read. Quote, because this work requires a long-term commitment, hard work, a lot of love and care, and that's what we bring each and every day, because the I promise school is more than a school. Quote, we're here for the ups and downs, and we will continue to wrap around our students and their entire family so that they can be successful in school and in life, no matter the challenges and the obstacles that come their way, unquote. Well, that's the article. So, you know, they're trying to put a positive spin on this, and they're saying, well, in the short run, we've only been open five years, right? 2018 till 2023, it's only been open five years, and they're like, yeah, that's not enough time to see results. But I beg to differ. I have a slightly different opinion on this. So they receive all the funding that a normal school would receive in the state. And then on top of that, they've received an extra $1.4 million a year to provide extra teachers and tutors and facilities. And not a single student in eighth grade has passed a state math exam in three years. Now, if you have a school that not a single, not one student can pass the state math exam, and these are not complex math exams, these are pretty simple exams, not one student in the entire school can pass the math exam in three years? Shut down the school, in my opinion. I mean, what are we doing here? Why? It, it clearly shows a few things. First of all, lack of funding or underfunding is not the problem in academic performance. It just isn't. Here you have LeBron James, this foundation, poning up an awful lot of money for one school so that they can provide all these extra services. And after all of this, and a five-year period, in the last three years of that five-year period, not one kid can pass math, and they're reading, they're reading pass rates, a 2% proficiency rate, 
That means 98% of the kids cannot read. So 2% of the kids can read. That's what the article is saying. That's what the standardized testing in Ohio is saying. That's what the newspaper in Akron, Ohio, I think it's called the Plain Dealer. That's what the newspaper there is saying. So if you have a 98% fail rate of reading of kids who are young in school, and the school's been operating for five years with this extra funding, more funding than other schools get, and you have nobody passing the math test, and a 2% pass rate for reading, what, what are we doing here, people? Why are we spending all this public and private money to prop up a school that is failing miserably? Now, I'm not blaming the schools for all social problems. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is money's not the problem. Lack of money's not the problem. The problem is elsewhere. Now, maybe it's because the neighborhoods are bad. Maybe it's because the families in that neighborhood are bad. Maybe it's because, you know, the kids can't learn. They're, they're not teachable. Either they are unwilling to learn or maybe intellectually they can't learn. I don't know. Listen, I'm not an educator. I have not worked in the field of education. So I'm not telling you that I know the, the cause. I don't know the cause. But I do know that after five years of throwing all this money at the problem, that lack of money was not the problem. We can take that one off the table. So if you have somebody going, yeah, you know, they're all failing. You know, the inner city schools aren't so good. Everyone's failing because they're not well-funded. Well, actually, in every state I've lived in, they're funded at the same rate of every other school in the state, with some exceptions, with some exceptions. But the states generally provide all kinds of extra funding for inner, inner city schools. Look at the dollar amounts in your state. You can find them on the websites. You're not going to see a big dissimilar amount from the suburbs or the rural areas. But you have a system here that's failing. Now, why is that? And is it fair to the kids to leave them in a failing system? I mean, why are we operating schools that can't educate people? There's no point in that. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You have a car, it doesn't run. Do you keep it in your driveway? I mean, you have a television that doesn't work. Do you keep it in your living room? If you had a court company, a bakery, and nobody comes in to buy your stuff because the baked goods aren't any good, or maybe there's too much competition, do you keep the bakery open? Here we are five years into this experiment, you know, and it was a noble experiment. And I've seen these before in other places with the same consistent results. Throwing money at the problem does not fix, fix it. Is there too much criminality in these areas? Is there too much dislocation, too much homelessness, too much violence, too much gang activity, too many broken families, too many people in prison, people that can't be educated? I don't know. I'm not saying I know the cause. Second time I've said this. Maybe you know the cause. But one thing I do know, and I think everyone knows at this point, it's not a lack of funding. So why are we throwing more money at these problems? You know, it's not the problem. You can throw all the money you want in the world at this school. You can triple the funding. And... It's not going to fix the problem that the kids cannot read and they cannot do math. Well, so are we just going to ignore it? Are we going to let another generation go out there illiterate and unable to do basic math? Where can you work if you cannot read? Where can you work if you can't do simple math? And what does that tell you about the teachers in that school? Are they up to snuff? Are, can they pass these exams? Is this a competent system? Is this fair to anybody? Is this fair to the taxpayer that's paying the bulk of the cost? Are they getting fair value for their money? The people that go to work every day, the people that work hard for their money, they're seeing, you know, I, I, listen, I see my property tax bill. 
where I live, about a third of my property tax bill goes to the schools. Fortunately, we have good schools in my area. But why is that? Same funding as other areas get. What's the difference? How do we replicate good schools? One thing is for sure. It's not the funding people. It just is not the funding. That would have been an easy, simple solution. It's the wrong solution. It doesn't work. So now where do we go? Now what do we do? And with so many school districts failing in urban areas across the nation, what does this mean for the decline and fall of America? I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the brand new Holly Springs Studios and wishing you a great day.